welcome to the Double Play Podcast. I'm Malachi McAdams, and this is... His mama. No, Good. you're not supposed to say that. Why? It's well known now. It's a well known fact. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is Speaking it? of facts. Okay, so... um, This week's quiz... Quiz? I'm going to call it a quiz. Um, Who was the first African-American-born player to play MLB baseball? Jackie Robinson. Ah. Moses Fleetwood Walker. Where did you get this information? Online. Well, why wasn't it Jackie Robinson? Look it up. He, he played six decades before Jackie Robinson. Oh. But not in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Hmm, interesting. All right. Well, welcome That's to my information. Welcome to another episode of Double Play Podcast. Remember to like us on Facebook at the Double Play Podcast. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. We love comments, um, topics you want us to discuss. Like on these weeks when there's nothing to talk about. Oh, there's much to talk about. Sure. I thought we'd start today by talking about why we like baseball. And our love for baseball. Um, my grandfather was a minor league pitcher. Uh, and he threw a perfect game in the minor leagues one time. Uh-huh. And anyway, he kind of stopped playing baseball um, so that he could be at home with his family and everything. But he got... Um, he wanted... They wanted him to move up like he was kind of like maybe in double a like class a or something i don't know yeah and then they asked him it was a long time ago they asked him to move up um so anyway who knows where he could have gone but he decided to stay at home with my mom (laughs) tell more about your backstory and then i'll tell about and so anyway that i knew always knew about baseball i guess of course for that reason and uh, i liked watching it a little bit Really, when I was a teenager, I watched basketball more with my dad. Uh, Michael Jordan fan, Chicago Bulls. Watched that all the time. Um, but then my grandparents would always, my mom's parents would always watch um, the Braves. And they were always on TV. So I, of course, would start. I watched that. Shepard Jones and Mike Maddox. Not Mike Maddox. Greg Maddox. <sighs> Greg Maddox and John like Smoltz. The third week in a row. And all that stuff. I, um, that's who I would root for when I was a teenager and stuff, but I wasn't a big fan yet. And then I guess in college, I started um, watching Ranger games a little more. Ranger fan for life. Because they were on TV, and maybe when I was studying or whatever, TV would, I would want the TV on, so I'd turn it on. Anyway. You were supposed to be doing your homework. So that's um, how I started liking baseball. And then, I don't know, we started going to more and more games. Wes and I did, and now I'm a big fan. But not as big of a fan as Malachi. So Malachi came into the picture, and he did have baseball sheets on his bed as a baby in his crib. So it became ingrained in him, I think. So tell us about your love for baseball and et cetera, et cetera. I'm 11 from Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, I love baseball since I was around one. 
Um, I'm 11 and trying to make it to Williamsport. So yeah, we're we're here filming it in like our kitchen. So we're not actual reporters. In case you haven't found that out yet, we're just speculators. We're just speculators, voicing our opinions. Um, yeah. So it's probably not smart to listen to us. Like, don't <gasps> don't. Like, just don't like, quote us on anything. Don't be like, well, Malachi and Holly said this is how. Well, that's probably not true, so. <laughs> wow, way to discredit our podcast. Hey, but we want you to listen. Actually, like, the, everything we say is true. Yeah, yeah. You can take it to the bank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, Malachi is a huge baseball fan. If you haven't figured it out yet, he loves playing baseball. He is usually a pitcher or a third baseman. He's been playing baseball since he was five. Yep. In the last three years or so, he's been doing fall and spring ball. <sighs> Wear a kid out. Yep, and summer. Yep. And so we're looking forward to his season starting on Saturday. Yep. Next Saturday. Whenever you're listening to this. Oh, that's true. And then in February. Could be. You could be listening to this five years in the future. That's true. Because we're that good. Yeah. We'll be, like, doing all these TV shows by then. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, that's a little bit about us. Malachi, he loves playing some of the facts he gets from, like, his video game, MLB The Show. He loves what? playing that. But, I mean, like, you know who the people are. That's how you know all these players. No, I know and them. I can name, like, every player in the major leagues. And because, there's, like, 750. Because you play the show. No, I know them. Okay. And because he loves watching Sports Center and Baseball Tonight and we even have MLB Network and so he loves watching all those shows and yep. soaks Reynolds, it all in. Ken Rosenthal, those guys. Yep, soaks it all in. So that's a little bit about us. Um oh man. So speaking of the Braves, oh, a long time ago. Wait, are you <laughs> no. because um, I said that I the first baseball team that I would watch were the Braves. Yes. Was the Braves. Yes. And so here's a fun fact for you. Uh-oh. The Braves manager, Bobby Cox, former manager, earned his 132nd game ejection on August 15, 2007, setting an MLB record. So he was ejected from a game 132 times, at least. That's amazing. Dude, he had a lot of arguments to say. Yep. He wanted to make his point a lot, didn't he? All right. What do you want to talk about, dude? Well, I didn't. I don't have any information. All my information's up here. In your noggin? Yep. Okay. Well, I'll start then, I guess. Um, so, Astros. No, more about the Astros. Yes, it's everywhere. Uh... The Astros reported to spring training, I guess, yesterday. And can you say the word awkward? Awkward. Yeah. Can you imagine how awkward that is? I mean, they all, I mean, I don't even know. Just imagine. Hey, dude, what's up? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It would just be totally awkward. And then, so, I guess they had a team meeting last night. And they said, okay, we will... Talk to the media in the morning, you know, the next day. And so that was kind of weird. Like, the Astros said no players will be available 
yesterday that day. The area around the parking lot is roped off and heavily guarded by security. I mean, oh, what a mess. What a mess. Dude, after I did that, I wouldn't, like, let the media come in so I could say sorry. Well, they wanted to wait to do this whole <sighs> conference this morning. Oh, and so we watched some of it this morning. And so Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, spoke. And Dusty Baker, the new manager of the Astros. Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve said like a minute speech thing. <laughs> well, they spoke more in the uh, clubhouse. Yeah, and Jose Altuve um, did say that he was going to be available after in the clubhouse. And so he spoke a little more to meet to the media about it afterwards. But, okay, one thing that Jim Crane said that is going all over everywhere and for uh players are talking about it on twitter and i mean it's just such a big deal it's so weird so jim crane said the owner who didn't get fired of course our opinion is this didn't impact the game we had a good team we won the world series and we'll leave it at that but you didn't <sighs> and then and then in that conference thing he said I have. I don't feel like I need to reach out to the Dodgers. Okay, well, let's do one thing at a time. Well, no, but that's, for me, that's huge. Because he's like, okay, we messed up. But then he's dot, saying, dot, dot. but we didn't mess up because it didn't matter. It didn't affect anything. It didn't change anything. So which one is it? Did you mess up? Did your team mess up? Or did they not mess up and it never impacted the game? Which it, one is it? It affected it. Cause of course it did. Uh, Michael Young, a former Ranger player, said about this quote, um, yes, they had a good team, but of course it impacted the game. If it didn't impact the game, why continue it? Don't play the public for fools. Just apologize, be accountable, and move forward. Oh, it's just such a mess. Um... Other people on Twitter are saying those still with the Astros, these players that are still with the Astros, have had the number of opportunities to even try and do the right thing and have failed every single time. Those no longer with them have been better at like apologizing and handling it. Like Marwin Gonzalez, Charlie Morton, um, Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, they've and, said something about and it. And most of the players um, that apologized our pitchers who didn't do it yeah, like charlie morton and dallas keichel are pitchers and they didn't cheat on the defensive side anyway this quote from jared sandler who's a reporter um and a spokesman announcer for the rangers said um those no longer with the team have been better, which further indicates the poor guidance and horrible culture within the Astros organization. I mean, it is such a mess. And then another writer, Evan Grant, I believe, said, it's like the Astros bought a book entitled Making Messes Worse. I mean, it's so bizarre. They're not making it better. They're making it worse. And then people are asking them, did you use a buzzer last year? Because they're kind of admitting that they did something in 2017 
And now people are saying, well, did you use a buzzer last year? Carlos Correa said, I promise you there is no buzzers. 100% no buzzers. Okay, so so he did say that. But then everyone else is saying, well, the commissioner did his report and he didn't see any evidence of it, so... Okay, so what does that mean? Which maybe that's just their way of apologizing. Like some some people apologize differently, and they think that's all they have to say. Well, that's weird. And the players are upset. It's just such a mess. I I bet that the Astros, every single player, cannot wait until this season is over, because I feel like next summer, after this year, after the whole season, new World Series, right. 2021, uh, but they are so anxious for that to happen. <laughs> but it won't end. It'll never end. Well, but it'll be better than it is in now. In 100 years, people will still be talking about it. Right, because it's a huge deal. But, I mean, every every player hates them right now. Every fan, and who was it, Jose Altuve or Alex Bregman, one of them said, I want to thank the Astros fans for standing beside us. I'm like, I mean, we're not in Houston, but. We're in Texas. Yeah, we're in Texas, and it doesn't seem like... I mean, we're in Ranger Nation, so I don't know. But it doesn't seem like they're getting much support. But maybe they are. I don't know. Like, Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, George Springer, those guys were, like, top ten of my favorite players. Now they're at least, like, 20. (laughs) That, like, popularity goes down 10%. Yeah, and and we just got you a Bregman jersey for Christmas. I need to write a chord on it, like make it like a buzzer or something. Ugh, makes me mad. Ugh. Anyway, so I'm sure spring training is completely awkward for them. And they were like, we just want to play baseball. Okay, well, yeah. That's then, be pl- tough. then you should have played baseball instead of cheating like little babies. Urgh. They they said that they didn't cheat. Like, it stopped early 2018. I highly doubt that. Yeah, and one of the reporters this morning asked when we were watching it, how, how did it stop? Ask the owner. How did it stop? When he did it stop? He doesn't know anything. Jim Crane doesn't know anything. And he said, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Find <laughs> out. So, Find it's out, so weird. Dude. The whole PR department is not doing a good job you're, at you're PR. The, <laughs> you're, you're the best. You're the boss. You're the boss of that whole organization. And they're asking you questions and you can't answer it. It's not it's even so tough questions. Yeah, it's so weird. Anyway, um... Next subject, please. I'm sure the Red Sox spring training is awkward, too. I mean, they don't even have a real manager. They did hire somebody. But um, it was it's, it's with an interim tag. And I mean, oh, I mean, this thing. Guys, just play right. Oh. Next subject. Okay, go. Um, I, I don't have any notes. Go. What's your next subject that you have on the list? Well, it's also about the Astros, though. No! <laughs> what is that about? Stop yelling. So, good for this guy. This free agent pitcher, Mike Bolsinger, is suing the Houston Astros. This was going to come out of it. Something yeah. like this was yeah. going to happen. So... He, let's see, in this article by ESPN, he has a career, let's see, ERA of, let's see, uh, well, okay, 
four-year career going 8 and 19 with a 4.92 ERA. So he's no Justin Verlander. Okay, I'll give that to you. <laughs> but here's what it says. Bolsinger, this pitcher, is seeking damages in three distinct lanes with the suit, including for himself. So he's suing, fi- filing a civil lawsuit in Los Angeles Supreme Court. He is accusing the Astros of unfair business practices, negligence, and inter- intentional interference with contractual and economic relations. And he's, he's not the only one that's been sent down like this. Right. According to the suit, Bolsinger stated that the Astros' unlawful and tortious business practices have had consequences far beyond wins and losses and strikeouts or home runs. So, basically, he's saying... People's lives are changed because of this. Yeah. He said, it was like they knew what I was going to throw. They're laying off pitches they weren't laying off before. It's like they knew what was coming. Um, and so, like, the next day after he faced the Astros, the Astros won the game 16-7, and it ended up being Bolsinger's last appearance in the majors. He was demoted by Toronto Blue Jays the following day. So, he's saying... You, you, by your actions, you may be, be sent down. You made me lose my career. And so he's suing them. And I'm like, hey, it's worth a shot, I guess. Um, I mean, but listen to the phrasing. I mean, he could really have a case. I don't know. I'm no lawyer. But um, listen to the words... Uh, unfair business practices, negligence, and interference with contractual and economic relations. I mean, that sounds like he really could have a case, because they did. They did. But then how could you prove it? I don't know. But he he has a fair point, and I think right. it'll gain some momentum. Right, and he is the first one to do that. Like, like I said, maybe there'll be more that wind up doing that. I don't know. It's worth a shot. <laughs> Got nothing to lose. No. Okay. And that probably wasn't the reason. I mean, you know, how can you prove it? I don't know. But anyway, he's no Justin Verlander, like I said. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe he would have after that game. I know. See, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Never know. So let's um, change subjects. Um, so the Mookie Betts trade and David Price was cleared. Right. It's... They've confirmed it. Done they, deal. They got to L.A. for a conference. Um, yes. Oh, for the press conference? Yeah. Um, and one of the guys the Red Sox got back, who they barely got anybody back, they got, like, two people back for two of the best players in the MLB. Um, one of them was Alex Verdugo, and he has, he has issues with his back, and he's going to miss opening day. Oh man! So, so one of the players he got, they got one of the few play, like the best player that they got back in that trade, is not going to be their opening day. Um, wow. Sean Doolittle um, said about the Astros that they've got to answer to it. Yeah. Um, Correa said that the buzzer thing is a lie and stuff, which I think it probably is. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. How it plays out. Especially the first few months when the Astros, you know, play each team, how each team will respond. And 
I mean, man, I don't know. I bet they can't wait for the season to be over, like I said. Um, but they want it to go because they have so- want to prove something. That's true. Like we said, I think maybe last week, that the pressure is totally on them, each as a player and as a team, that they want to, they want to, they want to rock it, <laughs> so they don't get a ch- so they put, can put that behind them. And they can say, oh, I wasn't good just because I was cheating. I really am a good ball player. Well, you never know. Like, they they said they weren't cheating in 2019. I don't think that's true. Because in the NLCS, the Yankees said they heard whistling coming from the Astros' dugout. Um, like, instead of trash cans, they changed it to whistling. So, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, we're excited that spring training is starting. Uh, Games start maybe next weekend, I think. Um, So that's exciting. And, of course, we hope for no injuries and hope that they're doing great team building and becoming good buds and good, stronger. Hope nobody's cheating. Yep. (laughs) Yep. All right. So, see ya. Good morning, good evening, and good night. No, don't (laughs) say that again. Bye, guys. Thank you. See you next week.